Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2393, How to Keep Emotions from Running Your Life, by David Kane of raptitude.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, the guy that reads blogs or articles to you every single day of the year, including weekends and holidays. Appreciate you listening every single day. It really means a lot. We're gonna get right to our next post as we optimize your life. How to Keep Emotions from Running Your Life by David Kane of raptitude.com. The worst period of my life ended shortly after I made a key discovery. Most of the difficult experiences in my life arose directly from my desperate need to avoid difficult experiences. At the time, I was flunking in school. I was a bad student because I avoided asking for help or revisiting concepts I hadn't grasped the first time. I avoided those things precisely because they made me feel like a bad student. It was a perfectly self-defeating strategy, but of course I didn't realize what I was doing until later. I had inadvertently made certain emotional experiences, in particular the feeling of being seen as incompetent, so unacceptable that I'd do anything to avoid them, which is precisely why they continued to dominate my life. The light came when I discovered a simple principle that's sometimes described as exposure therapy. You experiment a bit at a time with letting yourself feel the things you're afraid to feel and watch them lose their power over you. We think about our feelings so that we don't have to feel them. I was a particularly hard case, but we all do this to some extent. We empower certain difficult emotions by trying to never feel them. The effect can snowball until it becomes crippling. Desperately avoiding the experience of embarrassment, for example, leads to habits of extreme shyness. This only further stigmatizes embarrassment and stunts the social skills that can prevent it or mitigate it. Shyness seems, at first, like a reasonable defense against embarrassment, but it only makes it into a looming specter that controls your life. Avoidance has a way of empowering the thing you're avoiding. We suffer this effect in more subtle ways, too. Today, because entertainment is so readily available, we've become almost entirely unwilling to feel boredom, We grow more indignant over delays and technical glitches than our parents and grandparents did. We pull out our phones dozens of times a day and get anxious when the battery is low. Because we limit our exposure to boredom, it's more painful than ever and we're needier than ever for ways to fend it off. Experiences that we seldom have tend to be more destabilizing when they do happen. A Floridian who recently moved to New York will suffer more from a cold day than a native New Yorker will. Still, there's no point in seeking out difficult experiences we can reliably avoid. Avoiding hangovers will make you less prepared to deal with one gracefully when it does happen, 
but that doesn't really matter if you're in a position to never let them happen. The avoid at all cost strategy works against us though when it comes to inevitable human feelings like uncertainty, awkwardness, fear, and disappointment. These are universal recurring experiences. None of us can live free from these feelings no matter how badly we'd like to. So any given one will control your life to the extent that you see it as a completely unacceptable experience. When these kinds of feelings do appear, instead of allowing ourselves to feel them, we often make one last desperate effort to avoid the experience. We think about why we shouldn't be feeling them. The mind puts together a case about why this feeling shouldn't have occurred. If you're feeling uncertainty or anger or embarrassment, something must have gone wrong in the universe. The mind starts searching for who's to blame, what so-and-so should have done, how you never get things right, how the world has been corrupted by corporations or bad people, some kind of explanation for why you should not have to experience these very normal feelings. Ostensibly, we do this to solve our problems, to identify offending parties and decide on our responses. But if you examine this kind of rumination, it's obvious the motive isn't to figure out what to do next, but to argue that this latest unpleasant emotional experience shouldn't be happening at all. However, if you decline the bait, instead playing the brilliant chess move of letting yourself feel the feeling, you might find something surprising. An unpleasant feeling tends to lose its venom shortly after you decide you don't need to avoid it. It doesn't stick around long once it has nothing to fight for. How freedom is made. I'm convinced now that most of the barriers in our personal lives come from the absurd habit of trying to never feel certain totally normal, inevitable human feelings. Our insistence on complete safety from certain undesirable emotions only makes them more destabilizing when they do happen. Trying to live a life free of your least favorite emotions is a perfect recipe for neurotic and addictive behavior. In college, I made an unenforceable rule that I must never feel embarrassment and basically made my life into a gushing fountain of embarrassment. We can work on expanding our willingness to feel the full range of human emotion, and when we do, we gradually become more free. It's really a matter of bringing curiosity rather than combativeness to the less sexy aspects of the human experience. Uncertainty, for example, is nobody's favorite feeling, but you're a lot more free if you know how to manage it gracefully. This is why I will advocate meditation until the day I die. It's essentially a bit of time you set aside daily to simply meet your experience, whatever it is. You set up the simplest, least threatening situation possible, you sitting still, noticing what it currently feels like to sit still. You are setting aside for a short part of the day your impossible mission to always feel a certain way. Often these sessions are quite pleasant, but over time, you'll be visited by all of the less popular experiences, boredom, nervousness, soreness, restlessness, fatigue, excessive warmth or excessive cold, dampness, cravings for french fries, and a thousand more. In a very gentle and forgiving way, you see what happens when you allow yourself to simply have these experiences as they come. And you find that for the most part, they're not that bad, at least not as bad as living in fear of them, and that they don't stay long unless you fight with them. When you stop trying to ban certain feelings from your experience, they tend to pass through relatively easily in a matter of minutes or even seconds and nothing is harmed. Think of it this way, be with nervousness now and you permanently shrink nervousness's ability to control your life. Same with fear, boredom, restlessness, anger, indignation, disappointment, clinginess, and everything else that's difficult about being human. 
It is hard to overstate how liberating this practice can be over time. Life begins to feel a lot safer because you're always expanding the range of experiences you can live with. The more you let yourself feel a given feeling when it does visit you, the less trouble it is for you forever. You just listened to the post titled How to Keep Emotions from Running Your Life by David Kane of raptitude.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you to David. Yesterday, we talked about feeling your feelings and this one is keeping emotions from running your life. It's a powerful one today that I fully believe but struggle with myself because the things we avoid, well, we avoid it for a reason. We wouldn't be avoiding it if it were easy. But that avoidance has the paradoxical effect of becoming worse. It could turn into obsession of avoidance of that thing. Or avoiding something that we should be doing can cause its own problems in terms of our health, happiness, and more. But again, there's a reason we're avoiding it. And it's likely because we're trying to push pain to another day, thinking that "Eh, maybe it'll disappear eventually. But life doesn't seem to work that way. Reminds me of another post I narrated somewhat recently, a couple of weeks back. This was episode 2375 on procrastination, which happens to be one of the most frequently named struggles that I hear from listeners of this show. But psychologist Dr. Allison shares where that procrastination comes from and what the solution is. And it definitely overlaps with what we heard here. So for more about how to confront these things, exposure therapy and more, check out that one. Again, that's episode 2375 from Dr. Allison. But that should do it for today. Thank you for being here and I'll see you in just a sec with a bonus episode where your optimal life awaits.